Hello and welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. And today we're going to be talking about the bull shark. So the bull shark has a few nicknames. Uh, these include the Zambezi shark, the Lake Nicaragua shark, the river shark, the freshwater whaler, the cub shark, as well as the shovel nose shark. And you'll kind of get an idea of why they have all these different nicknames as we talk more about it. But as for where it's found, uh, the bull shark is found worldwide. It's found in warm, shallow waters along coasts as well as in rivers. Um, they're present mainly in the warm, shallow, brackish, and freshwater systems, including estuaries and lower reaches of rivers. Uh, so bull sharks are your hayline, which means they can thrive in both salt and freshwater. They are one of the only sharks as well as only fish that can do this. So they are known to travel far up rivers and have been known to travel up the Mississippi River as far as Alton, Illinois, which is about 700 miles from the ocean. But freshwater interactions with humans have been recorded, uh, but they're very few uh, that have been recorded. So larger sized bull sharks are probably responsible for the majority of nearshore shark attacks, including many incidents of shark bites attributed to other species. Uh, they've even been seen in lakes and in streams in areas such as Australia after flood season, where they are kind of like dragged there by the water. And they are one of the few cartilagin cartilaginous fishes that have been re recorded in freshwater systems. And I mentioned earlier how they're able to go far up the Mississippi River in North America. They also have been seen in the Amazon Rivers in South America as well. And then getting into the general appearance, um, I'm sure we've all seen a picture of a bull shark before in our lives whether we know it or not they're a very common shark in a lot of areas uh the size of these creatures it just depends uh, on the male and female so females too are typically bigger than the males in this species and the female bull shark will average about eight feet long and around 290 pounds where the males are slightly smaller at about seven feet long and 209 pounds um, the maximum size um, that is common is about 11 feet, but it's being reported more and more lately. Um, and a single record exists of a female specimen of exactly 13 feet long, which is the longest one that we found. Um, and there was a 10.7 feet long pregnant female that reached 990 pounds, which is the heaviest one that we've seen. Yeah, and then getting into color, uh, they're pretty typical shark coloring. So they have a grayish blue color on top with white underbellies. And as we've talked about with a lot of sea creatures, it's to help them uh, blend in when being looked down upon as well as being looked up. And this is actually called counter shading. I found the term for it. It's called counter shading. And then as for just some physical characteristics that it has, um, the name bull shark comes from, as you can see, has a very stocky, broad shape. Um, because it's not as big as some other sharks, but it is very um, hefty looking, mm. if you will. Um, and it has a very flat snout, which gives the name um, the shovel nose shark, mm -hmm. has a very uh, flat snout. Um, and it is also the most aggressive shark. Um, the When we think of aggressive sharks, the, I'm sure the one people think of right away is the great white shark. Yep. Um, but based on levels such as testosterone levels, the bull shark is actually the most aggressive shark species. And it has extremely unpredictable behavior. Um, and these sharks have a bite force up to 5,914 newtons or 13,000, or sorry, 1,330 IBF, which is weight for weight the highest among all investigated cartilaginous fishes. Um, and like we said, they get their name from their broad shape, their snout, um, as well as their disposition and tendency 
to headbutt their prey before attacking, mm. um, which is similar to what we think in bulls and bullfights mm. charging with their horns. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so getting into its diet then. So it's a shark. Its diet's going to consist of mainly bony fish and small sharks, which includes other bull sharks. And then the last thing that they may eat are stingrays. Their diet can also include turtles, birds, dolphins, terrestrial mammals, crustaceans, and uh, things such as starfish, sea urchins, and sea cucumbers. And then how it hunts, um, it usually likes to hunt in murky waters where um, eyesight for these small fish are very low, so it's easier to hunt for these prey because they don't really see the shark coming. Um, bull sharks have been known to use the bump and bite technique to attack their prey, which means after the initial contact and bump, they will continue to bite and tackle prey until the prey is actually unable to flee. Um, the bull shark is a solitary hunter, though it may briefly pair with another bull shark to make hunting and tricking prey easier, it usually prefers to hunt alone. Yeah. And like most other sharks, they are opportunistic feeders. Um, it's part of the shark family that it's under. That's what they do. Um, normally, they'll eat in short bursts when food is scarce, um, but sometimes they will have to digest their food for a much longer period of time in order to avoid starvation. So they'll purposely do this to make it seem like they have more food in their body than they actually do. Yep. And as a survival mechanism, uh, sometimes they'll actually regurgitate the food in their stomach in order to escape from a predator. So it's kind of like a quick like fog to distract whatever's attacking them, and then they will swim away. Yeah, so the main things that are going to prey on the bull shark are going to be larger sharks. So when they're adults, anything larger than them might take a chomp out of them. Uh, and then when they're younger, it's going to be fish and other ocean predators uh, because just they're small fish. They're going to get gobbled up by something bigger than them. And Julia mentioned the regurgitating food. And it's a really the, one of the reasons they do that is if the predator sees this regurgitated food and they're opportunistic feeders, they just want to eat. The predator may just go for the food that was been regurgitated. And so the bull shark can just get away. And then as for mating, unfortunately, we do not have a lot of information on the bull shark when it comes to mating. Mm -hmm. um, but <clears throat> bull sharks rarely come together except to mate, like we've seen with a lot of other animals. They're very solitary except for when it comes to mating. Um, and the offspring are usually born in the spring or summer, except in warmer climates where they can be born pretty much year round. Yep. And then as for average lifespan, so in the wild, the average lifespan of a bull shark is around 16 years. So it lives considerably long for a fish. And then as for um, the family and communication aspects, um, a group name for a group of these bull sharks is called a school. So I'm sure we've all heard of a school of fish. Um, it's also known as a shoal. Um, so, you know, when we think of school of fish, these bull sharks can also congregate um, in groups. And it's usually to do things like hunt or even migrate. Yep. And then as for population size, the bull shark is near threatened. So the, the lowest uh, level is least concerned. The next thing is near threatened. That's where the bull shark falls. So they're not doing terrible, but their numbers are on the decline. Uh, because of their coastal distribution, uh, bull sharks are at risk from pollution and habitat degradation, uh, and more so compared to other species. Uh, bull sharks are also fished, uh, fished widely for their meat, hides, and oils, and their numbers are likely shrinking because of these things. Uh, one study has found that their average length have declined significantly over the past few decades as well, which is not usually a good indicator for creatures such as these. 
And another thing that threatens this shark, um, as long as pretty much other shark species, um, is uh, people will fish for them just for their fins. Because mm. uh, especially in Asian culture, they have a very uh, delicate soup that's called shark fin soup. So they'll actually fish for these sharks to take their fins and then throw them back in the water, which is one of the largest things that sharks are facing today that is harming them. Um, but that, like I said, that's not just for the bull sharks. Yeah. That's for every shark species out there. Yep. And that wraps up um, all, all the general information we had. There's not a, we didn't have a ton on the bull shark. It's not a huge extensive one, but it's still a very interesting animal. We do have a few fun facts, though. Uh, first of which is a golf course lake at Carbook, Logan City, Queensland, Australia, is the home to several bull sharks. Uh, they were trapped following a flood of the Loger, Logan and Albert Rivers in 1996. The golf course has capitalized on this novelty, and it now hosts a monthly tournament called the Shark Lake Challenge. Um, another fun fact is that bull sharks have special glands and kidney functions to help their bodies retain salt while in fresh water, which allows them to move upstream this way. Yep. And then the last fun fact that we have is uh, typically when a bull shark does bite a person, uh, it takes one exploratory bite. So we see this with a lot of sharks. I'm sure some people have heard this whole idea. So sharks don't necessarily have the greatest vision. Um, so they see something and they might not know what it is. And similar to a toddler, a toddler, a small human being, um, what they, the best way for them to identify what a thing is, is put it in their mouth. Um, so they're going to do what's called an exploratory bite. They take a bite, see what it is. And most of the time they take a bite out of a human and they realize, oh, this isn't my food. This isn't what I normally eat. And they go about their business. The problem is due to it being a shark, a large animal, a large fish and very sharp teeth that that single exploratory bite can prove to be fatal. It can be enough to take off an arm, take off a leg, uh, take out a chunk in your uh, in your abdomen, and it can be a fatal and very traumatic uh, bite. Um, I actually do have one more fun fact that I just thought yeah. of while talking about this. Um, recently, I'm not sure where, uh, divers found a bull shark that was a very extra large bull shark, I guess. A little chunky. Um, it does look kind of silly, but it is a real thing. So if you're ever in your free time have time go ahead and look it up um if you look up chunky bull shark it'll pop up it does look a little silly um but i just saw it a couple days ago so it's something pretty interesting and that wraps up everything we have on the bull shark i hope you found it interesting uh a lot of the marine animals we're going to cover that's probably going to be the the some of the hardest hit animals and it can be really sad to hear about um and i know the bull shark well sharks in general but especially the bull shark can get a bad rep it's a pretty um nasty or can be a, a nasty experience if you are bit by one However, I want to uh, calm any fears that people have. Shark attacks are very rare, few and far between. I think it's only around 20 people a year die from shark attacks. More people die every year from dog attacks and from hippo attacks. So I, I know sharks can be scary. Sharks can be terrifying. But as it goes, as we've said with many other animals, you see it, give it distance. Uh, don't mess with it. Don't try to do anything. Um, Observe from a distance. Uh, appreciate it from a distance. Uh, it's If it's going to do anything, it's probably going to just um, swim around. Hopefully, you're not somewhere where they're going to be active, but that's the case. Uh, just be on your best guard. Be, take your precautions. But that wraps everything we have on the bull shark. Uh, we, hope you appreciate, or we hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to tune in next week where we're going to be talking about the bonobo.